Real stories from the team at Northern California's country radio station. Jen, Dano, and Amber and Tanner in the morning. You are inside Froggy 92.9. Welcome inside Froggy 92.9. You get to go behind the scenes of Sonoma County's country radio station with the people who make it happen every day. This is a glorious moment because... This is where we get to come together, and honestly, coming together in 2020 is saying something. I'm joined by Amber and Tanner in the morning. Jen, out today. Who's ready to chat? Who's ready to get into it? Who's ready to eat some Jake Owen beef jerky? Oh, my gosh. Yes. What is that about? What? What? Did you just find that, and you thought it was funny, and you put it on my background on my computer? There are two different computers in the Froggy studio. Hacker. <laughs> and Amber's computer, I like to put weird things in the background every day when I'm there in the afternoon. And so I like to put funny stuff that I remember from country music. And you have all these, you mean, doing this job, you read thousands of stories about these artists. <laughs> things that stick in my head are Jake Owen had a line of beef jerky like eight years ago. <laughs> Do you know what the beef jerky brand was? I'd have to please, look it up. Please tell it. me it was like barefoot jerky night or something. No, it was, he, it was, he basically just threw his logo on, on some other company's jerky. But it's bad. I feel so bad for the companies that are just like, hey, we've worked our entire lives to develop this jerky that we're so passionate about. We're like, we're just going to slap Jake Owen on it. Call it a day. No, I think it was like it was like the Ever Summer brand. And then it was like Jake Owen edition or something Mm. like that. Uh, Yeah. Like a collab. It it barely exists because there's not even a high res photo. You can't find a photo over 300 pixels of it on the Internet. (laughs) I know. It's like very tiny on the the desktop. I just thought it would freak you out to log in and see a picture of Jake Owen beef jerky. It did. I got in that day and I was like, what is this? <laughs> like, did they make it of Jake Owen? Like, is it made out of him? Or <laughs> With every single pack, you get a Jake Owen strand of hair <laughs> from when he had long hair. That's gross. I, I think I've said this before. My dad made beef jerky. How does he make it? Like, well, first he goes out and he hunts and he like. Oh, he, he hunts it. He kills the deer. And then he has, like, a food dehydrator. Yeah. And he hasn't really, like, walked me through the process of jerky, but he has literally, like, been, like, an actual, like, man. <laughs> and, like, I'm going to make dinner tonight, baby. Like, oh so I'm, I'm sure he says that. Well, he's a way home. stronger man than I am because I went to <laughs> Bud's Custom Meats in Pengrove about three months before the pandemic. And they're like, we want to give you a tour. I was like, okay, that's cool. Aww. I got, like, nauseous halfway through. I was mm. like, uh there's so much death around me. <laughs> Shout out to Buds, though. They're I, wonderful. I love Buds. Love Buds. I buy them now. <laughs> I buy them always. I'm huge supporters of theirs, but my stomach can't handle. Eat the sausage. Don't see how it's made. Exactly. Yeah, you don't want to participate in the society that kills animals, but you'll eat it. Absolutely. <laughs> but right. like pepperoni pizza. I mean, how can you not? Yeah. <laughs> I like that's what we went with. Pepperoni pizza. Like he could go with literally anything like pork chop, steak, like all the Tacos. good stuff. He's, yeah. He's like pepperonis. Mm. My son's doing all this distance learning, so I'm getting a window into what happens in school. And they're, you know, very normally explaining like yeah. what happens for Thanksgiving, right? And they're like, and this is let's draw a picture of a turkey. And then we eat it. I'm like, <laughs> how how is we no do. child like this is barbaric and uh, yeah. somewhat you're disgusting? Like, you're, you're like, I don't think I want my kids to see a turkey with those like eyes that like go everywhere. Those like stick on eyes. The googly eyes. The googly eyes. <laughs> I get to see a turkey with googly eyes and then it looks at the counter. It's like, what happened to Carl? <laughs> Could you imagine being in a first grade class and being like, do not hit your classmates. Do not pick up that lead pipe and hit your classmates. That's awful. 
hold on. Cut the turkey's head off. We gotta eat it for chicken. <laughs> it's like so. Like, it just doesn't. When I was a kid, I saw my mom like take out the the innards or whatever is on the inside of a turkey, and I was horrified. I was like, yeah. "Oh my god!" Part of life. She's yeah. like, "Tanner, you're 20. You should have seen this by now." Part of life. It's one of those things. It's pretty gross. Thanksgiving is coming up. We are gonna use that as our way of figuring out who goes first on the podcast. How? <gasps> I want to know. Today? I want to know, because we always come up with a unique way to figure out. Each of us have a story from behind the scenes at the station or behind the scenes at our lives, and then I come up with a way to figure out who goes first. Amber, I want to know, what's your favorite Thanksgiving dish? It's a cornbread dressing. Cornbread dress. Oh, mm-hmm. that's good. It's a, it's a southern staple. I don't know what's going on with my voice. Am I going through puberty? It's a solid staple. <laughs> Tanner. Turkey doesn't count, right? Because it's Why? like sure it does. Well, no. Yeah, it I got, I got to be more interesting than that. Marshmallow yams. Oh, yeah. Oh. Wait. What? Have you never had marshmallow Wait. yams? It sounded like he said marshmallow yams. Marshmallow yams, my favorite. <laughs> no, I think that's what it's like. Marshmallow yams. Okay. Because like a verb is they've been marshmallowed. Yeah. yeah. Marshmallowed yams. Oh, gotcha. My marshmallowed. Mar- I thought it was like a specialty in my family for the first 10 years of my life. Then someone else's mom made it. I was like, what is this? How, your mom's not supposed to know about this, and it's a very common thing. When I was a kid, epic letdown with those because my mom goes, these are candied yams, and I hear candy, and I see toasted marshmallows. I'm mm-hmm. like, hell yeah, dessert at dinner, let's go. And then there's this bright orange goo underneath. I'm like, lies. <laughs> fake <laughs> fake news, this Thanksgiving dish. Or you can use sweet potatoes, which yeah. I think are better. They're yeah. better with sweet potatoes. And then you put brown sugar and... Oh. Pecans on it. Yams and sweet potatoes are the same. They are different. They they're the same umbrella. They're huh. different. I, I I think I'm wrong. My blood pressure. I know that you're wrong. <laughs> 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 I've done a lot of research on potatoes. Oh, Just listen to me. Done a lot of research on how you're wrong. I know. I. <laughs> I feel like I'm taking over the podcast, but my dad has specifically explained to me, like, the umbrella of potatoes, and I have, like, an audio recording of him, like, explaining to me the different (laughs) potatoes. Can you please find that? I'll try. Do you have anywhere? I'll just call him up and get him to explain it. Host a morning show, and this is not a whole morning of content (laughs) with your recording of your dad's potato genus species. He's kind of shy. Family tree. (laughs) It's kind of hard to get good feet Keith on the phone. Vintage Keith. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. What's your favorite? So Dan? cornbread stuffing. Yeah, you're you're in on candied yams. Oh yeah, I can't. Would you say we call marshmallowed no, marshmallowed sweet potatoes? Yeah. Am I wrong to say cranberry sauce? Is that too like basic? No, to say cranberry okay, sauce. Okay, but like, do you like the canned cranberry sauce, or do you actually are you one of those rich people that make your own? <laughs> He actually goes in his bare feet and takes a bucket outside and just just goes to stomp town on some cranberry. Actually, you said bare feet. My favorite Thanksgiving dish is Jake Owen beef jerky. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, so I will, I'll definitely, I'll fully eat canned cranberry sauce. So good. I don't geek out on the ridges from the can like some people do. Some people are like, oh, I need to see the ridges and the mold of the can. I'm one of those people. I'll (laughs) totally, I'll totally eat that. I don't need the relish because some people, you know, to do the relish where it's like almost like a a pico de gallo out of cranberry sauce. Mm -hmm. That's not me. My favorite though is it's not rich people. You literally, it's actually poor people. Wow, don't bang on that table. 
bag of ocean spray cranberries and you boil like three bags and dump in sugar, like two cups of sugar, and that's it. Yeah. Making it yourself or whatever. It's like stupendous. It's 10 times better than the ingredients <laughs> should be. You put it like when you see the ingredients, you're like, no. And then you make it, you're like, wow. <laughs> There's a lot that goes into that. So let's go alphabetical by the first letter of your favorite dish. So you said corn. So C O is before C R, cran. So Amber, tell us your story first. Before we, uh, joined together in the studio that isn't ours. We were speaking of uh, the love of my life, Henry Cavill. I'm a little upset that he wasn't this year's sexiest man alive for 2020. It was Michael B. Jordan, which I also I think he's very sexy. But I think Henry just <sighs> deserves a chance. Well, first off, so you replaced the Jayco and beef jerky picture, with a, picture of Henry. with a picture of Henry Cavill. He's in a turtleneck. And then you tagged me on Insta, <laughs> explaining the whole Nobody thing. Nobody ever. Oh my God, he's in a turtleneck. You explained it's the sexy. whole thing on Insta, so like selling me out for putting up this Jayco and beef uh-huh. jerky. Yeah. And that's how this came up in the first place. Yeah, exactly. So you immediately were like, Henry Cavill's like Elizabeth Banks. <laughs> No, I said, she said, he's no Elizabeth Banks. Oh, is that what she said? That's a joke. Okay. (laughs) So who do you think, okay, say we're going Sexiest Man Alive 2021. Who do you think it should be or will be? Because I'm voting Henry. I don't think it's going to be, but like if I could vote and like had a voice in this, it would be Henry Cavill. He's just so (sighs) handsome and debonair. I, I saw a picture of him in a suit. He couldn't even, like, put his arms through the suit. They were so big and muscular. It was crazy. I mean, mine are like that, but it's just because I'm getting fat. <laughs> Same. Uh, sexiest man alive. I know Dan Levy from Shit's Creek is in that issue. I know he's not, like, the cover person. That's my pick. Shit's Creek is my favorite show ever. And just because it's my favorite show, Dan Levy, or is it Levy? Levy? Levy Levy. Tomato, tomato. Deserves to be the cover model. Because he also loves sweaters. And anyone that loves sweaters is good with me. I feel like he prepared that. I know. <laughs> I feel like you've been working on that already. <laughs> he, re- he writes a letter into People Magazine. Dear <laughs> People Magazine, please consider Dan Levy or Levy, however you pronounce it. <laughs> Sexiest man alive. Yeah. Blah. And you can't nominate yourself. Yeah, you can't. No, I'm not. <laughs> Thank you. I know you would consider it. <laughs> You're in my top, like, 5,000, so... <laughs> First off, I think Michael B. Jordan is an excellent choice. Yeah, yep. he's a great choice. He's awesome. Great actor. I hope that they find a way to bring him back as Black Panther. I think that's the only thing that makes sense. I know they killed him in the first one, but that's like... Did he die? Yeah, he died. He died. He, he killed died. himself, kind of. Mm. And they like could have brought him back, and he decided to die or yep. whatever. Yeah. That's it's, actually exactly what happened. <laughs> there's, there's like... Spoiler alert. It's like what you're going to have to do to make that thing, because the loss of Chadwick is huge. Yeah, uh, is actually unspeakable. If I had to choose one, Bradley Cooper just blows my mind every time I watch him act. He hasn't won yet. I think he has won before, but I just like, like every time. No one really liked this movie, but they remade the A Team a few years ago with yeah. Liam Neeson and uh, Rampage Jackson from the UFC and the guy from District Nine, Charlto mm-hmm. Copley, and the director is this awesome guy named. Uh, Smoking Joe Carnahan is his name. And it's just this phenomenal movie, and Bradley Cooper's in it. And Bradley Cooper is like just like so cool, so funny. He's yeah. ripped. He's like good looking. Have you like, seen the movie he did with Lady Gaga yet? 
No, I haven't oh, seen that. I've heard uh, Star is Born, right? Everybody loves him. God, yeah, you need good. to see it. He was great in that. Uh, he won in 2011. No, so he's or won got before. voted, whatever it is. But if I, um, I mean, he's he's a good mix of like obviously very good looking, very good actor. It's done a lot of different stuff. Yeah. But then also, I feel like I could definitely just like bump into him at a Chili's. It doesn't be cool. feel. <laughs> When, like, why do we always use Chili's as an example? Because Chili's is the definitive, <laughs> yeah. like, normal person restaurant. I'm okay with it. Yeah. It's not trash and it's not high end. It's just Chili's. It's awesome. Amber, Amber said she's going to be celebrating at Chili's. She's oh. like, I'm going to, next time I got to celebrate, I'm going to Chili's. That's where we're having our vaccine party. You know that, right? Yeah. Get a vaccine, you get a taco. <laughs> right, right as you walk in, they give you your second Two Moderna. For <laughs> they give you your second shot of Moderna and you just walk right in. What do you think with People Magazine? Do you when you win the sexiest man of the year, do you get something? A cover of a magazine. <laughs> but well, like you get a, like, hey, I was once the sexiest man alive. They're like, prove it. <laughs> <laughs> like I have this green jacket. Like when you win the Masters, you get a green jacket. Do you get like a a leopard print jacket or something like that? Just wow. No, I think it's just fully a People Magazine oh. PR thing. And I'm sorry, I'm going on a lot of rants today. No offense to Blake Shelton. I love Blake. I love his music. How is Blake Shelton going to win 2017 Sexiest Man Alive, but Luke Bryan hasn't? I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, that's a great question. I'm just saying. Luke hasn't won? Let's see. Luke Bryan. No, Luke definitely hasn't won. Sexiest Man Alive. Blake's a bigger star than Luke, though. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. I've been to a Luke Bryan show, and I've been to a Blake Shelton show. There are now, way more people at a Luke Bryan show. In in country music, Luke Bryan is bigger. Luke plays stadiums and Blake doesn't. <laughs> but you guys are gonna kick out of this. In Go the ahead. great in the greater world of pop culture, Blake crossed over into TV stardom before Luke did. Well, Luke Bryan, he's a judge of American Idol, which no offense, American Idol, a lot better than the voice. What? Absolutely. Okay, I know okay. we're in the 97.7 The River studio right now, but are you smoking dope? I am not smoking dope, sir. <laughs> There's a pop plant behind you. <laughs> How many stars come from The Voice compared to American Idol? None None come from either, and The Voice gets a bigger Kelly rating. Kelly Clarkson, Carrie Underwood. And who Jimmy else? Jimmy Barrett. Who else? Jimmy Get Allen, Morgan Wallen. All of these come from those different None of those, shows. but Gabby Barrett, Morgan Wallen, Jimmy Allen. I mean, they were on the show, but they didn't come from the show. American you, Idol has so many. About? It's just because you Morgan Wallen didn't come from American Idol. Morgan Wallen's actually on The Voice. Whatever he was, Not, see, okay, there wait, you wait, go. Wait, see, wait, wait, wait. what do you mean? I mean, I mean, the number of people who've won either show have never really made it. Well, not about winning. I'm just talking about being on the show. Yeah, yeah. The Voice is bigger than Idol. Scotty McCreary. Wait, I Clay Aiken. Just so you know, <laughs> The Voice is bigger. Than I have Idol. something important to say. Yes. Luke Bryan won People Magazine's Country's Sexiest yeah. Man in 2014. Lame. And guess who else got nominated and is not number one, but we're going down the list, okay? The last one, you guys aren't ready for this. Okay. Is it like so, Rodney Atkins? <laughs> no. Uh, so number one is obviously Luke Bryan. Then they, then they have Dirk Bentley, mm. Tim McGraw, and then they have Hunter Hayes. <laughs> Hunter not, that I, not that I don't love Hunter. It's just like this was also back in 2014. We literally could have picked anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> literally anyone else. I would oh. rather pick Chris Stapleton's hat. Don't don't do Hunter like that. Don't do Hunter like that. He's been good to us. Literally could have picked like Chase Rice. <laughs> 
Who else? Jake Owen. Yeah, Jake. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Thomas Rhett. Definitely Jake Owen. I don't know about let's, Thomas. Let's get back on, to- on topic. <laughs> what is it about Henry Cavill? What film do you love from Henry Cavill? I love, well, I love The Witcher. And he was like. What is that? So, Henry, The Witcher. Yeah. You, have you ever heard of the video game? No. He basically gets paid to go, like, defeat, like, dark forces and, like, kill, like, crazy animals and, like, weird spooky stuff, basically. Mm. And he's, like, just this special breed of human, like, has, like, kind of extra, like, special powers or whatever. Mm. And I'm currently reading the books, and I like the series a lot. I never played the video game, but the books are great, and the Netflix series is fantastic. And Henry was already hot, and then you put him in The Witcher, and he's, like, medieval hot. Mm. Those two things together, I'm just like, my ovaries. <laughs> <laughs> and he takes a lot of baths in The Witcher for some reason. And the dude's jacked. And I'm just like, if you walked into this room right now and you were like, would you want to marry me? I would leave my husband. I would leave my <laughs> fiance. Like, I'd have to do it. And I think that Cole would be okay with it. I think he would understand. He'd be like, I get it. Milk baths are great. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> Have I gone too far? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm confident in my decision to leave my so, fiance for so Henry Cavill. A new goal for Froggy 92.9 is to get Amber to meet Henry Cavill. Yeah. I just want him to notice me. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. But didn't he used to I'm be not. named Orlando Bloom? Didn't that used to be his name? I don't get your joke. <laughs> like, wasn't Orlando Bloom the one who was in all like the epic stuff for a long time? Yeah. And then like, like all Pirates of a sudden, of yeah, we decided too. he's too old. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. He was in like a, a Crusades movie, Kingdom of Heaven. Like the, I feel like they just swapped out Orlando Bloom for Henry Cavill. I mean, that's how the cycle works, right? I mean, when the whole attraction to you is your attractiveness. <laughs> kind of so attractive. He's just Orlando his, Bloom. I haven't seen him in. He's married to Katy Perry, and they just had a baby. Oh well, congrats to them. Yeah, not yeah. a star though. Not Another star person either. on American Idol. Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Henry's just more jacked than Orlando. Mm. I think they they just he's. I mean, is my mouth watering a little bit? He's a good Superman. I like him. I I like the those Superman movies. Uh, Man of Steel. I didn't see Justice League, but I saw Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman. The movies are a little like okay. The movies made me hate Superman. There's parts that are really cool, and you're like, okay, I can see what they're doing here, and the parts that are like, this part's going to be awesome, and you're like, it's not awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, this is Green Lantern awesome right now. Oh, no. <laughs> Have you seen his Superman? Have you? Yeah, seen- I've seen him. Yeah. I just like him, so it doesn't matter. He does a nice job in what they're asking yeah. him to do. The, the movies could be better. We need just like a video of him eating soup or something like that and put it in the studio 24-7 for Amber. Why soup? Mm-hmm. You said you'd love him doing anything. So. Uh, he's Superman. Oh. Duh. Boom. Didn't even think about it. Yeah, he didn't. <laughs> Super. So I'm up next. Cranberry sauce. CR comes after CO for cornbread. That's I'm what I like. I'm changing my DJ name to cranberry sauce. <laughs> we are goofy without Jen. Without Jen, we have lost the rudder to the ship. And we're just all over the ship. place. We- yeah, it's because she stares. <laughs> She's like, get on track. Yeah. There was a, a, a post, and, I'm, and I, I'm sorry, I don't have confirmation of this. I emailed you guys about this last night. 
Uh, there's a post that I saw on Facebook last night that said that Art Ibleto, who is uh, locally in Sonoma County known as the Pasta King, uh, had gone into the ICU and prayers were needed. So at the time of recording this, uh, I don't have confirmation of the story and I don't have confirmation of what is happening. So he may have even passed by this point. Uh, or he could be well, doing great. We so hope we, not, yeah. We hope that he's doing okay. So, uh, But it made me think about him, and it made me think about the Pasta King, and I want to talk about that for a little bit. We talked about this a little bit already this year when we were talking about the Sonoma County Fair. Mm -hmm. um, but for people in Sonoma County, Pasta King is just a thing. Yeah. It is... It's really started, I think, it's between the Sonoma County Fair. Every time you go to the fair, he had this little setup there, and they had a nice patio like with tables that you could sit at, and then also every sports fundraiser you could think of. And it was like, there's the Pasta King, you know? And it was pasta and Italian food designed to be consumed in large quantities. So good. <laughs> like, and when, <laughs> when you're an eight-year-old kid and you could go back and get a whole nother plate of pasta mm -hmm. with a whole nother thing of salad and a whole nother thing of bread. Like, and you're, you know, you remember those events when you're a kid, the sports fundraisers or whatever. Absolutely. And yeah. you do the thing, whatever it is, a little presentation, but then the fun part is just running around afterwards, whatever it is you're supposed to and be not. eating everything. And so you just would be all fired up on, you know, bread and pasta and going oh crazy. You have, like, sparked some nostalgia in my brain. Like, I feel like I can smell mm. the smells and feel the, like, cold air from school. Well, I'm glad I, I'm <laughs> glad I am because that's my question for okay. you. So, uh, one, I just wanted to acknowledge him. He does have a restaurant in Runner Park. I haven't been to it yet. I need to go. That was a big step for him in the last few years. We hope he's doing okay. And I've always – I just wanted to say that I've always enjoyed – having his food just imagining eating it right now is taking me back to like 1993 which is that's a, that's saying something you know there's not a lot of food that is that tied to nostalgia it's been one of those cool things locally here in Sonoma County and uh, it just needs to be recognized I think because it's so rare it's so rare in 2020 when everything is a chain when everything is a website when everything is national it's all national brands and congratulations to them they're doing very well in business but to have something locally that you know before you moved here you never heard the term pasta king yeah like but once you're here it's everybody's like oh here's this thing under this rug you didn't know about it's amazing you know so i want to acknowledge him i want to acknowledge pasta king i wanted to ask you from where you grew up milledgeville oh, Wallop. Wow, you remember Washington? Millersville. Nobody remembers. <laughs> Milledgeville, Georgia. Yes. Amber, we'll start with you first. You know, what's something that was local, that was super local? Could be anything. Could be food. It could be whatever. Maybe the cookies that you had shipped to us. <gasps> oh, yeah, of course. You know, what's what was something that was, or a weird guy in the corner or whatever? What was something that was just super <laughs> local. We, we had, had lots of those in Puyallup, Washington. What's something from your childhood that you're just looking back on now like you're like, damn, that'll never happen again. That was only Milledgeville. Yeah, it's Riles Bakery. When I first moved here, I was telling you guys how we have these like famous smiley face cookies. Like everyone from Georgia goes to Milledgeville and they go to Riles Bakery to get these smiley face cookies. And all they are are shortbread cookies covered like caked in this like thick yellow icing with chocolate like eyes and a smiley face mm. and they're good i mm -hmm. brought them for you guys yeah. um i don't know if they made it that well on the trip because my dad like vacuum sealed them for you what he uses for his beef jerky and his food dehydrator 
<laughs> oh, that's why they tasted like mesquite. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, but like Ralph Baker is so delicious. And they like my grandmother would just buy like all of these treats and have them out like at Christmas. They have like these pecan sandies. They have these like cheese straws that are so good. And oh, my God, my mouth's watering. Not from Henry Cavill, but for thinking about the cheese straws. Oh, getting you worked up this episode. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, thank God Tanner bought me a Coca-Cola. So I can uh, do something while I spit in my mouth. But yeah, it, it makes me miss home thinking about it now. And it takes me back to like going in and like they had this like bright blue like paint and it was like cold because they were trying to keep the cookies cold and everybody was in their little hair nets and they're like, what you having? And we're like, Can you imagine the <laughs> smell and the overall ambiance of like when you walk in? Yeah. And I always remember seeing like, uh, the cake toppers like for weddings and stuff and being like this looks nothing like actual people <laughs> like what would anyone want this on top of their cake i'm so glad people stopped doing that did you, did, did you have that on your wedding cake Dan? no we okay cool, cool, cool. we did cupcakes all right so yeah nice. riles bakery uh for me puyall washington is the home of the washington state fair it is the biggest fair on the west coast it is giant in my hometown and wow. yeah, really? yeah really yeah and Pu- it used to be the puyall fair but it's now the Washington Fair. Mm. Boo. That was like the claim to fame for our crappy little town. Uh, they had these world-famous Puyallup Fair scones. And these scones, it was literally just normal scones. But for some reason, they were different. And people would literally come from all across the country to try these scones. Mm. Like major foodies. I miss these scones so bad. Haven't had them in two years. <laughs> and I'm going to try to convince either my brother or my mom to send me some next year during fair time. If it's open, COVID. Describe the scone. I mean, is this chocolate, blueberry? Oh, quote. this is just a normal, like, red raspberry and a normal flavored scone. Mm. It's just like. But like, a, but it's like a white bread and, like, raspberries in it, or? It's like a jelly inside of it, basically. It's like, it's it looks no different than one you'd get from Starbucks. Hmm. But it's just, I don't know, the way it's made. Yeah. It's just so good. And it's classic. You know, you have people and hats that are like in and out and it's a classic thing and it's uh very famous in puyallup and that same company will go out to sports fundraisers and will go out and help and support the local community it's just a little and they don't even have a, a shop or anything like that oh she's showing me a picture right now there is an article on food.com that has like the puyallup fair raspberry scone on it what yeah it's a it's an yeah. institution so yeah. this is this oh. is a plain scone with some raspberry uh jelly on it yeah looks like it's dipped yeah mm. it, and it reminds me of the pasta king how when you're at the sonoma county fair there's a line that goes back it seems like a mile mm-hmm. and that's the case for the scones too so much so that they have like a pure scone on every single corner of the fair wow. and this fair if you ever get a chance, go to the Washington State Fair. It's massive. Wow. They have this thing called the Extreme Scream that goes up like way tall, and you can see it everywhere in Puyallup. Hmm. It's like that big. So oh. that's my little t- hometown's claim to fame. Well, now, okay. Amber, oh, good. No, no, no. So it looks like a little biscuit, like the one from the yeah. actual fair. And it, like Tanner said, it has like the raspberry jam inside of it. Yeah, it looks oh, good. Oh, man. That it's so good. good. And now, Amber, you made me think of one because you were talking about the bakery. So I'm going to add a second one now that you're making me think about it. Uh, when I was a kid, downtown Petaluma on Kentucky Street. <laughs> you just uh, made that up, I can no, tell. it's real. I had to think about <laughs> it. I always get Western and Kentucky mixed up, but it's on Kentucky Street. It used to okay. be next to Copperfield, near Copperfield's books. Um, there was a bakery called the Pollyanna Bakery, 
and it's not there anymore. It's probably been gone for 20 years, 25 years. And my mom used to take me there, and they had these little pink bear cookies. And it was like just, it was literally just a sugar cookie. And, but we would go in there, and the idea that it was in the shape of a bear and that it was pink. Like we would just we would literally go across town to go get one of these. That's and awesome. it would just be like our cool thing that she and I would do. Oh. <laughs> and I would always Mom. the big debate would be like, am I gonna eat its hands first? Because I would break <laughs> off the pieces yeah. of the bear. It's very cannibalistic <laughs> of you. <laughs> and be like, the gingerbread man in stress. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <Gumdrop buttons. laughs> I wonder about this with my kids now. You know, she was just taking me across town to get a cookie, like just to do something, just to do something. I she could have been trying to get me out of the house so my dad could do the taxes i don't know you know but <laughs> but at that time it was special to you it was a big deal she yeah. been building a whole world for me do that's, you have anything like that with your kids that's what i'm wondering yeah i, I don't think Is that, that you know nuggets? yeah it's the waffle fries yeah it's i mean it's probably waffle fries because <laughs> i've told her about things like this afterwards she's like oh that was a big deal to you like we're just not that she's trying to downplay it but i mean just sometimes as a kid you will perceive things that are super important that are really just moments of convenience or like they're just trying to get through the day, you know? And so I, I wonder with my kids what it will be, what what they will say, you know, was, I can't believe that you did that, you know? I mean, it's, it's oh, that was a big deal. And so we'll see. Maybe it'll be nothing and they'll hate me. Who knows? <laughs> Doesn't your oldest go, no, I want waffle fries. Like He definitely yeah. likes waffle fries. So Chick-fil-A is going to be a thing. And that was something else that my mom handed down to me. So we used to go to that when it was here at the Santa Rosa Plaza before it left mysteriously mysteriously it was just gone one day and became victoria's secret i was so pissed and then <laughs> you're like they're panties. supposed to get waffle fries i don't want panties <laughs> and then there was no internet so at least for 10 years i would tell people about chick-fil-a and they'd be like what are you talking about dude like that doesn't exist mm -hmm. you have no clue what you're talking about do you shoot them what's it did i shoot <laughs> them you would throw your shoe at them oh yeah like, you're chick-fil-a it was like the In-N-Out Burger of chicken. I'm telling you. And they're like, what's In-N-Out Burger? Hit him with the waffle sole of your shoe. <laughs> so, um, Pasta King, we wish well for the Pasta King, no matter what's happened yes, yes, by the yes. time of this recording. Um, wonderful memories of the Pasta King and Arts Place here in Sonoma County. We hope it can continue. And, uh, Thanks for having a discussion about that. There's just, you know, the local stuff, the food or the whatever, the stuff that, that isn't necessarily SEO friendly. It's just sort of mm -hmm. like it's a local deal. And uh, it's it's a big deal, I think. You, uh, the bottom line is, is Riles Baker, you never thought that, you know, one girl who came in the door from Milledgeville would be talking about them on a podcast. No, they did 3,000 <laughs> miles away 20 years later. That's pretty crazy. But this is the impact that you can have on people's life when they yeah. say, like, be good to people and do good work. Like, this is what can happen, I think, over time. I think yeah. that's what we're saying. I remember when you first moved here, like, one of the bits on the show was like, what should we... Don't watch the pot plant. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what should we do when we go to the fair? And everyone was like, eat Pasta King and get the side-by-side. -side. And I'm like, what the heck is the side-by-side? -side? And I get there, and they serve you a whole plate of spaghetti with marinara <laughs> or spaghetti sauce. And then on the other side is a whole full plate of spaghetti with pesto. And oh, then they yeah. give you, like, a loaf of garlic bread. <laughs> and I sat there, I remember, with my friend Sydney from Sebastopol. And we ate every single bit of it. <laughs> no. I was like, this is so weird. I've never heard of this. But that's what people are saying. They, like, we can probably look back on our Facebook and all the comments were like, 
pasta king, pasta king, pasta king, pasta and king. And one person king. is like, corn dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the tilt world. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Tanner, you're up next. We're sticking we were very food today. I'm starving, yeah. so that's probably why. Uh your last, your favorite, you like to get marshmallowed, marshmallowed yeah. sweet potatoes. So I do. Uh, DMs. what is your story today on, uh, the, on the podcast? I'm gonna take a break from food here for a second. I just wanna let <laughs> What? Surprising. Just wanna let yeah, very surprising. <laughs> food food and sexy men. That's all we can talk about yeah. today. Well, I'll see if I can meet in the middle. Absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> I'm upset today. I'm mad today. I found out about two hours ago. That the Seattle Seahawks, and if you don't know, well, you heard earlier on the podcast, I'm from Washington State. The Seattle Seahawks, who are my favorite franchise team of all time. I grew up everything Seahawks. That was my life. They just changed their name to their stadium today, just randomly. What was it and what is it now? It was CenturyLink Field. Now it's Lumen Field. Who? Lumen. (laughs) What's a Lumen? It's just Lumen Field. Lumen Field. So I did some investigating on what Lumen is, and the only thing I could find was the men's athlete's foot cream. (laughs) No, this is not real. It was that and men's facial lotion. This is not real. I I swear to God. It's not like Amazon Field or like Starbucks. Literally anything else. Lumen. The men's athletic lumen field you got your fungi toes over there (laughs) your fungi toes you know what maybe they were like we'll give you free athletes foot cream to all your athletes if you name the field after us and they were like deal deal signed (laughs) here we go i got the article i googled it okay Okay, you're gonna be happier okay the name CenturyLink Field is no lo- is no more. Starting with Thursday night's Seahawks Cardinals game, the Seattle venue will be known as Lumen Field. The move reflecting CenturyLink's rebranding as Lumen Technologies in September. So the company changed its but name. But Lumen is also the fungus toe brand. Look, that's what happened to <laughs> that's what happened to the Braves. They moved from Ted Turner Field to SunTrust Park, and then SunTrust is no more. They combined with some other bank. And now they're Truist, so they had to change Sun Truck Park, Sun Trust Park to Truist Park. And I'm like, that's Tru- Truist? Truist. It's Truist? T-R-U-I-S-T, Truist. It's terrible. It's bad. I'm disappointed. I'm just like, Lumen Field? That doesn't sound cool. Yeah. It's all about the link. The link. The link. The link. God. It's hard, especially the first time it happens, it's really hard. When they opened the new Giant Stadium, it was a big partnership with Pacific Bell, which was the phone company around here back when you had phone companies. So it was Pac Bell Park, and it just ever it just rolled like yeah. it was Pac Bell Park, and then Pac Pacific Bell got rolled into a bigger company called SBC. Oh no! So for one year it was SBC Park, and then that sponsorship expired, and so then they did a deal with Oracle Park, and so now it's with Oracle Technologies, and so now it's Oracle Park, not to be confused with, with Oracle Arena. Yeah, what used to be the Warrior Stadium. Yeah, and so it's like. Okay. And it, Candlestick, the old Niner Stadium, was the worst because it was Candlestick Forever, which is like iconic name. Mm. They did a name contest. The Beatles played there for God's sake. They did a name contest in the 60s, and some girl just threw up Candlestick randomly, and everybody was like, that's kind of funny. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what they named it. Yeah. I think it was, I can't even remember why they named it that. And so it was just Candlestick. Like, it's the stick, you know, like you're saying. And then they realized they could make money, and so it became 3Com Park because 3Com was a company that used to make. Their little personal digital assistants, PDAs, they used to call them. Oh. A 3Com, 
I'll look it up in a second. And then that deal expired, and then they were Monster Park for a minute, which was a, a tech, Monster Park, which was a that te- sounds awesome. Monster is a cabling company. Like they made like Cat Five cable. Nothing makes you want to go to an arena that is behind a cabling company. Uh, and then that finally ended up being called. I think they went back to Candlestick when they couldn't sell it because it was a POS towards the end of the year. In the last few years, it was there. So that's why the Levi's deal is kind of cool, is because Levi's is like an iconic San Francisco brand, and Levi's Stadium and it has sounds a good, cool. It's a good role. It, to it sounds like Levi's would make fun <clears throat> of my hometown stadium, like Lumen. That doesn't sound cool at all. Lumen it's sounds a like bad a, choice. Sounds like it's made fun of. This sounds like a, the kid in the back of the classroom that's having a hard time. Lumen. It's not what you want in a football team. This is this is why I'm starting to root more for my my second favorite football team, the Las Vegas Raiders. I just <laughs> can't take it. Yeah. Palm pilot. Palm pilot. Yeah. You remember? Have you ever heard of a palm pilot? Yes. Tanner wasn't born. No. <laughs> was I born yet? Pilot. I want you to imagine this. Okay. This is, I want you to imagine a smartphone, okay, that cannot connect to the internet and is a small personal computer that can do calculator, your schedule, and then, ooh, ooh, and then. Wait, it's not even a phone? No, not a phone. I had one. And then I had, do you have one? It had a little stylus. Yeah. Yeah. And then I don't know why I had one. I just it just brought back a memory. I will bring this in. It had a foldable keyboard. Yep. I so one. you could actually fold up a, in a full size keyboard and then plug it into it. You would type into it, so you could do word and this processing is something on people it. Wanted? Show me a picture again. It was you could do word processing on it, <laughs> but then you had to plug the Palm Pilot into your computer and download the information from the computer, and that was the only way it could get to the internet. Dude, I, I think mine used to be like my, it was like my dad's or something. He was like, I don't want this thing anymore. You want to play with it? And I was like, sure. And I was like five. <laughs> they had games on it. it yeah, awesome. had games. Yeah. Had games. That's why. Woo! The first smartphone. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm extremely disappointed still. I've been in a, I literally saw that news when I was in the Froggy 92.8 studio and my shoulder slumped. I was like, seriously? And it's, by the time you hear about it, it's such a done deal. Yeah. It's like it's like there's no debate happening. It's like this is happening. And like you're going to just roll it out like week 10 of the football season, yeah. not even like give us a chance to like mourn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's better this season for them because nobody's there to be angry about it. That's true. The Internet sure is. I saw the comments and people are way more upset than I am. I was I'm obviously a huge Sharks fan. And when I started with being a Sharks fan, they had their original logo, which is perfection. And my favorite thing about the team was the logo. And then three years in, here comes this story. It's like, we're updating our logo to this way more cartoony. Like, I've gotten used to it, but I don't love it. And literally my face as I was looking at the new logo. I'm like, no. I hate this. And I didn't want to watch the team anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so what's going on with like the Sharks jerseys? I saw Tammy from Forestville post something about the Sharks jerseys and she was like, Dano, do you like these? And you were like, this isn't new. <laughs> I was like, dang, dang. So they, they have so they have released a retro jersey this year, which will be an alternate, which goes back to the original logo, which they had before. So um I was maybe me- meaner than I should have been to Tammy from Forest Film. You're like, they've already been here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure like you didn't mean for it to sound that way. So I apologize for my tone. But I, I thought it was an interesting conversation because she's 
she's a friend of the station mm-hmm. and she keeps up to date with all the things that we like and yeah. she knows that you like the sharks and it was, it was sweet it was kind of sweet <laughs> yeah i should have been nicer but i wasn't I, Tanner, I get you. I, when you're a sports fan, you get really locked into yeah. the the imagery and the names and stuff like that. And to see players and coaches and stadiums it's and almost, logos change yeah. is hard. It's almost, and I know that probably sounds so silly, but to me, CenturyLink was the LOB in 2014. I was a senior in high school when they won the Super Bowl, and I'm just like, man, I'm getting older, Lumen. <laughs> Lumen. <laughs> Wait till they blow it up. Uh, well, they did that with the kingdom when I was a kid. Uh, I, I was like, where? In a baby. So I don't Amber, know. it's funny you were talking about the Braves because Turner Field that you're talking about mm-hmm. that has since been blown up. That yeah. was the new stadium. Like Turner Field, they built Turner Field in 1996 for the 1996 Olympics. Yep. And then that was the Braves' new stadium. They've already moved on to another, another new stadium. It's like, damn, I'm getting old. And, uh, and Atlanta's that long? Re- Atlanta's that ridiculous time? because they did the same thing with, oh, my God, I can't remember what the last Falcon Stadium was. But they had just built that stadium, like, in 2009 or something. And then they blew that one up. And built the new Mer- Mercedes and one, right? Mercedes-Benz Stadium or Mercadaz-Benz. You guys never seen that video, have you? Uh-uh. <laughs> okay. There, um, there, there might be some fun Georgia tax loophole money laundering going on know. there. Yeah, like, <laughs> you don't have to pay for the stadium if you just build a new one or something. And Cole's like, oh, the other Mercedes-Benz Stadium is cool. It has, like, you can, like, open up the roof, and it's like, it goes like this. Like, like you can. Like, Wait, one more time. What was it? <laughs> I don't know. It's like spin. It, like, spins open. It's, like, from the Avengers or something. It's so cool. And the thing is. I have had a lot of caffeine today. The thing is that they couldn't figure out how to open it. Like whoever built the stadium was like, we built this cool roof. We don't know how to open it. Really? So like you couldn't like open or close it for like the longest time. They finally figured it out. It wow. was so funny. Was uh, that so reminds funny. me one time I was doing a tour. You can do tours for the baseball parks Yeah. for most of them across the nation. I've done them. And I've done one for what is now known as T-Mobile Park. But we're sitting there, and the guy goes, yep, it cost 30 bucks of electricity just to close the ceiling. I was like, and he was like, watch this. Boom. He goes, 30 bucks wasted. Look at that. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, best tour ever. (laughs) That's amazing. 30 bucks. Well, Amber, maybe they build a new stadium every time for every recount due for residential elections. Maybe that's how it works. I don't know. Yeah, well, if you want to count these votes again, we're going to have to get a new stadium. <laughs> we're going from Mercedes to Chick-fil-A. I'm not surprised. Well, let's wrap it up. Thank you so much for checking out this week's episode. Uh, if this is your first time listening, make sure to leave us a review in the podcast app, the Apple Podcast app. Also, subscribe. Tell a friend. Let them know that we talk about ovaries. Ovaries. <laughs> And Henry Cavill and Chick-fil-A and stadiums and uh, anything you want. Thanks so much for checking this show out and check out the other episodes right now. Inside Froggy 92.9 with Jen, Dano, and Amber and Tanner in the morning. Hit subscribe now if you haven't already. And stay up to date with the team on Instagram or Facebook. Follow at Froggy 929. Inside Froggy 92.9 from Amaturo Sonoma Media Group.